0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Astros Baseball. On the show, we're going to talk about spring training. It is spring training eve. Uh, The Astros want to be aggressive on the base paths. Christian Javier came in lean and mean. And we've got some off-the-wall Astros wishes and much more. Joining me on the show today, as always, Wally and Stadium Steffi. How's it going?
1: Going good, taking another break from work. So this is my lunch break. I chose y'all over food, although I did have some fried rice earlier, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get it, Steph?
1: Uh, Rice box. It was my leftovers from yesterday from a girl's night. It was perfection.
2: There's a place
0: called Rice Box.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So good, too. It's amazing.
0: What about you, Wally? I I just woke up an hour earlier for you guys. How about that? Yeah, I,
2: I just had, I didn't have two re-warm pieces of Costco pizza. Good and good for you.
0: <laughs> you know, I actually didn't have to wake up early today because wow. I left at four instead of six. And I went to bed by five. I woke up at noon fully rested and refreshed nice. and ready to go on a new edition of the Astros baseball podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in let's get to the first topic like i said happy spring training game eve tomorrow the astros play they spoke about it Aspada said the big dogs are gonna play so i'm pretty excited to uh get to watch a game tomorrow because i'm pretty sure it's super early and also uh i'm i'm super excited to see the lineup i want to see if a is true to his words
2: yeah me too i i you wonder how long they're they're going to play. Are they just going to get a cup of coffee, one bat through, just to see what live pitching's like? You kind of wonder uh, who they're who they're playing. If they're going to throw their best pitcher to give them a to give them a a good feel for what what they're playing. I don't think it does Bregman any good to you know to to bat against some tomato can and uh, other than just to see live pitching. But they're seeing live pitching in the batter and live BP already.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just excited for baseball to be back. It's going to be a fun game against them in the Nationals. And game actually starts at 5, so not super early, um, which oh. is, yeah, most of their games lately are going to start like afternoonish or a little bit later. So, But this one is at 5, so it'll be kind of interesting to, to get to watch that tomorrow. But, yeah, definitely excited to see just the team up and running again, um, to see the starters uh, doing their thing. And, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just excited for baseball to be back, really, yeah. is what it is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's you going know, to be nice to see Blanco get out there and and throw some and see if he can earn himself a spot on the team. Have you all heard who else is going to pitch? I haven't heard any names for sure. No, Mm-mm.
1: no clue.
2: He 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 said he's going to play the the batters or play the the primary players, but he hasn't given any idea of who's actually going to play.
0: Yeah, if he was talking about Renell Blanco starting, I'm not. I'm assuming we're not going to see any big dogs pitching just yeah. based on who's starting. But I didn't realize today it was Friday. It's Friday, right?
1: It's Friday. it's Friday.
0: So it doesn't matter what time the game is tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was all disappointed because I thought I had to work, but uh, I'm pretty excited. Another thing, we, another thing we can look forward to tomorrow is the Astros are saying they're going to be more aggressive on the base paths, And that's pretty exciting. The bases are bigger. They're closer now. What do you all think about this? I think it's a good idea. Let's get aggressive, put pressure on the pitcher.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think when you can make the game move a little bit faster to your advantage, that's always a good thing. Um I think that obviously it can kind of take the pitcher off their game a little bit if they're having to worry about how aggressive these guys can be and we have a lot of guys who can steal bases. And it feels like the past couple years maybe we weren't as aggressive as aggressive as we used to be um kind of earlier at the beginning of this run. It feels like Earlier, we were pretty aggressive on him. Then it kind of just dwindled down. And, you know, to, to have that extra factor um, and that extra thing that's going to make you dangerous is never a bad thing.
2: Yeah, and uh, Altuve's got seven more steals and he gets to 300 steals. Interesting to see how quickly he gets that done. One of the things about the Astros as far as uh, being more aggressive on the on the base pass, a lot of their guys who would steal in the past, uh, Altuve, 30 Going to be his thirty-two yeah. years, thirty-four years old now, and so uh, he may not may not have the 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 wheels that he used to. You know, Tucker had thirty last year. You know, is Tucker going to continue to steal? You know, we know guys like Abreu or not. Bregman's never been a base stealer. Pena can can steal, but his his uh, caught rate is pretty high. It would Be interesting to see how Myers does. If Myers uh, wins that spot in center field, plays every day. He's got wheels, and he could probably put some steals on it.
0: So there was a team we played last season, and I don't remember if it was the Blue Jays or whoever it was, but they were stealing bases. They were they were super aggressive, and I found it annoying, and I found it like, I wish we would do this. Like, why mm-hmm. can't we do this? Because it it really felt like yeah. our, whoever was pitching – was just stressed out because these guys were running, but I don't remember who it was. Do y'all remember who it was?
1: No, couldn't remember if you paid me to know.
0: Yeah, but, but you kind of remember it, right? Somebody was just like yeah. really aggressive, and they were they had a lot of fast players.
2: But your point is well taken because if you get a guy on base and it's a guaranteed double, it's really really disheartening to the team that that they they always have to be defending a guy in scoring position.
0: You know who is really aggressive on the base paths and seems to get thrown out at second a lot? That's who you maybe think of, Jose Altuve. That guy get that guy has a lot of base running blunders. So maybe he yeah. maybe that's something he can focus on because other than that, he's pretty much the perfect ball player. Well,
2: and, and your and your point is well taken because aggression on the base paths is not necessarily stealing bases. It's going to first to third. It's getting a secondary lead. It's get it's reading the pitcher properly, getting the jump on the hit and scoring on, on balls to set, you know, balls when you're on second base, that, that if you're not paying attention, you're stuck at third with two outs and you waste and you leave one out on the field.
0: Yep. R R I S P a big, uh, uh, negative point for the Astros last year, as far as I remember.
2: And in 22, it was such a big deal, especially with two outs. <laughs>
0: All right, so did y'all see this? Because he looks really good. Christian Javier comes in 15 pounds lighter. And even uh, Framer Valdez looks different. He looks like he lost some weight.
2: Well, He and lost some it, hair for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: this reminds me of is if you remember, I think it was Yuli Gariel's last season. He came in lean and ready to play. And he played the worst ever. So, you know, Javier saying, I hope losing this weight helps the mechanics or maybe somebody on here said it, but hopefully it doesn't hurt because his body's going to be different.
2: Go ahead, Steph.
1: Oh, no, no, go for it.
0: No, (laughs)
2: if, if, if he does have that extra 15 pounds and he thinks it's going to help his mechanics, it probably will probably will help his stamina. Uh, if he can repeat that delivery and stay in for six, seven innings rather than five and six know, it just takes more more uh, pressure off the bullpen, makes him a better pitcher makes him a better team. We'll yeah. see we'll see I mean because like you said with Yuli it, it it didn't really help him too much yeah
1: yeah, absolutely and I think too anytime that your body changes, you always have to make to make adjustments to to figure out how to work with what you've got now. so hopefully he can make those adjustments and again, hopefully it'll make him a better pitcher so excited to see what he can do.
0: Yeah, because Javier's really good. I mean, there was a time where you're like, maybe he's our ace because he's really good. But he kind of – I don't think he did as well last year. He kind of let us down a little bit. Um, But this was one of Wally's topics. And uh, if you want to take the lead on this, Wally, you can uh, – off-the-wall Astros wishes.
2: Yeah, you know, one of the things that's so fun about baseball and being a fan – and let's face it, we're, we're not on the field. We're not in the meetings. We're fans. We try to t- pay attention and and do some research and and provide a different different view of what's going on in the game. Is we look as what would it be if we had a, de- a move to make? What could we make to make the Astros better? I mean, just spitballing. What what could we do to make the Astros better? And something I've always wished the Astros would do, and I don't think it would ever happen. I don't think he'd ever do it but it would make the Astros and him absolutely deadly. Because if we were able to trade for Carlos Correa and put him in left field, can you imagine Carlos in left field? You know, it would save him. Can you imagine somebody trying to run on that arm? Hmm. I mean, it would sh- you'd shut you. would shut people down. Why not put him a shortstop? Well, because he's <laughs> older than JP. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. You know, it's yeah,
0: it's, but Jordan's the left fielder. I don't.
2: Uh, well, they can switch off and They have left, right. Oh, he can D. do a left, right uh DH.
0: Yeah, so that's who you yeah. would want to bring back. I, I mean, that, if
2: you're talking about just really off the wall, yeah. how cool that it is off the day. wall. It
1: is off the wall because when you said, "Can you imagine?" and I said, "Nope, I can't imagine that at all." So that's how off the wall it is, Wally. And I'm here <laughs> he for does it. Does
2: have a cannon <laughs> though? I mean, he has a. The thing about it when you get a guy who's He's had some. He's you know he hadn't had the injury issues that he had in the past, but uh, he did have a seven. You know, a few years we had injuries. Funny, he seemed to get healthy when he had a contract here. Mm-hmm. The um, you can put him in left field. It would save his body, probably help his bat. Be you know, you just never know. It'll never happen, but but just yeah. kind of imagine how fun that might be to see him out there and. And if he, him running in and knowing what it's like to get rid of a ball fast and gun it, there would be some really embarrassed runners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever JP three took
0: over for him, you could you really noticed the difference in the guns. Yeah, because Carlos Correa had a cannon. Mm-hmm. You know they they,
2: they play yeah, the, the truth. Field, they play the position two completely different ways. Yeah. They really do. I mean, look and how he- Pena does it. He's always moving. He's always moving towards the ball. He circles around the ball and comes straight in on it and makes the throw on the run. Correa is much more comfortable sitting back and gunning people out mm-hmm. from the from the grass. <laughs> yeah, from the from
0: left. What grass. about Bregman? You know, we talked about Bregman being hard to replace. He throws people out from the other side of third base.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Like you, Bregman, you notice Bregman also? He's never. He's almost never still when he lets the ball go. If he gets the ball sitting to him, he's always running towards first base. Do you have an off the wall, Steffi? I, I what did I say when you text me
0: this? You, yeah, yours was Cole. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, Garrett Cole. Yeah. got yeah,
0: bring Garrett Cole back, but that isn't off the wall. Uh, uh, I mean, going with yours.
1: Yeah, that's true. My off the wall thing wouldn't even be uh, an actual player thing. It'd be, I think we need a fifty percent off El Tampo Margaritas night at Minute Maid oh, Park. Yeah. At least once want, a month.
0: Do you want to kill people? <laughs> do they know how strong they are? They
2: oh, have I'm, to
1: know. They have to. Oh,
2: you know, the space cowboys. Had friend, we had a friend go with us one night and made the mistake of getting a third. And it was not great. Ooh,
0: I had two and I almost got a third, but I was drunk the whole way home. <laughs> and I lived three hours away. It took me forever to shake it.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But I, I just, if you didn't see this, this isn't part of the show, folks, but. The uh, Space Cowboys sent out their uh
1: the promo schedule.
0: The promo schedule. They got a lot of cool stuff. I they guess do. If, I guess if they don't have it exactly yet, they'll it just says like Astros player. But uh that's the best place to go get your uh
1: five dollar frozen's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely <laughs> they also be going have over bark in the park night.
1: Luke. They also have bark in the park night every week or almost every wow. homestand. I think it's on Tuesdays.
0: I'm not so a fan you need to of bring your.
1: I love that. Let me I see all it. the dogs.
0: I went to on accident last year when they had the, uh, I get, I don't know if the Astros call it bark in the park. I got so tired. But I was in section 105 and all the dogs are behind us. And I was like, man, nice. Yeah, up. you made a mistake I got, by I got seeing I got in section 105. Of, that was, that but was your mistake. Was <laughs> I didn't know it was dog gotta, day. I didn't know it was dog
1: Got to got to pay attention to the schedule, you know? <laughs> Just in case.
0: We're letting everybody down because we don't have an off-the-wall thing. Um, I, I, have, I don't have any. Not that good.
1: Bring bring Grinky back.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now that Put Grinky fun. in the bullpen. That's my off-the-wall
2: move. Yes. I think we ought to bring Grinky back as a psychology coach. Anything.
0: <laughs> I love Grinky. <laughs> oh, I have my new favorite player, by the way. I can reveal that later.
1: Um, I thought about it
0: long and hard. Because, you know, I have to have someone that gets slandered. I can't have Altuve. I feel like like I already know who it is. How come your favorite player is not Altuve or Bregman? I can't like them. I got to have someone I can support. All right, so I saw the story, and I'd have to look up the picture here. But it had rebound uh, candidates. Oh, I got it right here. And I didn't know Vladimir Guerrero did bad last year. Carlos Correa is on here. Carlos Rondon is on here. Luis Severino, Chris Bryant. These are some big names. And someone on there is Jeremy Pena. You know, we look at him and say he had a sophomore slump. So is he going to rebound? How confident are you that he's going to rebound?
1: I think with the changes in his swing, he obviously knows that something was off last year. So he's making those changes, seeing what kind of adjustments he can make. And I I think it'll be a rebound year for him. I think, you know, it happens so often when you go through just a crazy rookie year and, you know, it's in win a World Series in your rookie season, you know, to then realize, hey, like, let's take a step back. Let's reevaluate some things. Let's make sure that we're making the adjustments we need to make because pitchers learn how you hit they're gonna learn where the holes are in your swing and you have to adjust to them this way same way that they've adjusted to you so um seems like he's doing the work and fingers crossed it's gonna pay off
2: yeah you know know, the funny thing about Pena is people said he had a sophomore slump and he had a sophomore slump in power for sure you know his war was down a point but when you look at a lot of his numbers he struck out, you know, 21% of the time instead of 25% of the time. He made fewer errors, although the thing that was funny about last year with his errors, he seemed to make errors on easy plays. You know, he made some tough plays, but he, he booted more balls that were right at him. You know, he turned more double plays, you know, he he had uh, more doubles and more triples last year than than the year before, so it wasn't like he had just an awful year. But the, it it was like the things that we really notice uh, mm-hmm. he fell off on, and it, it it's certainly easy to tell. He's he said it that you know he's he's trying to get more lift on the ball. You know I wonder if he li- And speaking of lift, I kind of wonder if he lifts too much and he gets all bound up because man, he's got some arms on him.
0: I wonder if he didn't have a sophomore slump. I wonder if he's the same guy that just happened to have two amazing playoff series and our expectations were a little higher than they should have been.
2: Could have been, could have been because if you, looked, you looked at those numbers that he had last year and took two twenty twenty two out of there and said, give me those numbers as, as, as JP, JP going forward, we would have said, we'll take that and move and, and build around it. Did you answer this staff or any?
1: I did.
0: Oh yeah, you did. You went first. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, all right. I just want to make sure I give everybody a chance. Did you guys see Appreciate this? That. The Diamondbacks. You can stream every Diamondbacks game for $99.99. And there was a lot of people that saw this and they're like, Astros, are you watching? Because honestly, like I pay $90 for FUBO, and I don't watch anything but the Astros. I don't even, I watch, I watch the Astros and Netflix. It's only two things I ever do. So is this something you would do or, I mean, the Astros are already on TV. They're already on Fubo for 99. I mean, for $90. So it's not something I would do.
1: Yeah. I don't think I would do it either. Um, especially if it's strictly just diamondbacks games, that seems a little pricey for just one team. Now, again, if it was like the whole MLB package and you can get everything without blackouts, but also too, it's kind of interesting because it's like, okay, are they able to stream that in Arizona as well? Do you know, Rob?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's so it's I like no what,
1: blackouts, no anything.
0: But can the diamondback fans watch the games already?
2: Well, th- I think this is the ML. What I was listening to on MLB Radio on the way over is that uh, in- this this is MLB offering that in place of the regional sports network. So wow. this is that this is their package. Oh, okay. So in- MLB is actually you know fronting this thing.
0: So if the Astros got rid of this Probably home base network thing. This would be our only option is to pay a hundred dollars a year to watch Astros games. And if you think about it, it's really not that bad. It's like six months. Yeah, I, think I, I don't can, know. That's not even twenty. It's barely
2: it's less than twenty dollars a month, I think. Yeah, I think you can get him and you can get MLB extra innings for like a hundred and fifty a year, something like that. I had to get I, that in I, Beaumont.
0: Yeah. I, really I would that. get it if I needed to, but I don't need it. I yeah. I have FUBO for less and I can still watch every game except when they're on like 900 other channels that you got to get Paramount. What, whatever. I don't know. They're on a lot of channels and everybody. Apple TV. All yeah, I was going to say, are
1: they still doing the Apple TV games this year?
2: Unfortunately, yes, I think.
1: I liked them last year. Last year, it wasn't as bad as the first year. I feel like the, no, first, the first year was year awful. Got awful, but it got way better last year. And I like the fun content that they kind of bring up in between the game. I think it's fun. It's, it's yeah. different. If nothing else, you know the
0: the first season was bad because it's like they had Astros haters on there. (laughs) Well, you you remember that book?
2: The first year was bad because they they tried to be cool and hip and slick, and it and it and they had people in the in the booth that shouldn't have been on the shouldn't have been there.
1: Yeah, on the broadcasts. Yeah.
2: Now the the second year they they put some kind of cool stats up. Yeah. uh, you know, on real time stuff when, you know, Jeremy Pena is up and it's two outs and second and third, you know, what's his batting average. You kind of, you know, and but they didn't overdo it. It was, I yeah. thought that part was yeah. really well done. The,
1: the stats were very, very well done. And usually they were kind of in almost like a watermark, like at the bottom, like right. hit probability, like probability of a home run, that kind of stuff. I thought that was so neat. And again, it's like stuff that makes it fun, you know, yeah. and I'm the like, video
0: quality. Stuff the video yeah. quality is better than the the than the what it we is. were used to seeing. it's it's
2: really done well definitely you know 10, 10 15 years it's probably going to be all streaming you know the the NFL oh, is I'm shown, sure yeah, yeah the NFL has shown with the with the Thursday night Amazon game and you know people griped about oh. the the peacock game but 25 million people watched it so
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: so I, I i this is just off topic again folks but i had bought that book because this, uh, Barnes and Noble was moving and so everything was half off. Uh-huh. So I bought that book called cheaters. It's about the Astros, right? Oh yeah. And section
2: on the Yankees.
0: Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> well, I'm, I've, I've only read three chapters, but it's kind of like the black Sox. blah, 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 blah. But what the Astros did was worse. The Giants, blah, 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 it was the most horrible cheat. But the Astros were worse. That's what it is. He's talking Because it's the Astros and the history of cheating. So he's talking about, like the San Francisco, I guess they were the New York Giants. The, the New time. York Giants. But they yep. were looking through a periscope, sending an electric signal, signal to the third base yeah. coach underneath his feet, telling the batter every pitch. The guy yeah. has the shot heard around the world. They win the World Series, but that's not
2: worse than what the Astros did. Like Well, you know, that's
0: I, I think a few, the same thing,
2: dude, just because you're back, a Yankees fan. Come on, dude. Yeah. A few shows back, I think I mentioned about when people say out to they shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame. say, Well, what about this guy, Willie Mays, who was playing center field for the Giants <laughs> in 1951? If you know, mm-hmm. if you just I'm fine with however you want to do it, but just apply it evenly.
0: Yep. All right. Did y'all see this? I, I don't know what I did with it. Yeah, okay, I don't have my cool. glasses on. Yes, but the Astros, Very cool stuff. uh, first round picks war totals. The Astros are number one, they have uh 59.5 war. Uh, I gotta zoom in 64 percent of their first round. Pick,
2: how far does this go back?
0: Come on, dude. I don't know. Oh, here it is. No, I don't know. 2014 through
1: 2023. Yes, it, okay,
2: 2014. That's right,
1: mm-hmm. let's get
0: down below. Okay. See, I need to save that one. I'm just saving the picture. But anyway.
1: Oh, no, it's on the picture. That's where I found it. It's rare. very down below. At the very bottom, See, I don't the the glasses right, on, small I'm right hand corner.
0: Okay. So now that now y'all know. But the Astros are number one. Seven out of 11 reached the major leagues. That's a high probability right there. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. 59% war. But is it misleading that Alex Bregman? Has 35 of it. Well, you've also got Kyle Tucker. He has over he actually half actually of it. Alex
2: Bregman has over half of it. Yeah, no, Tucker was also drafted in the first round that year, too, because um, he was uh, Bregman, I think, was the comp pick, or, or Tucker was the comp pick when we didn't sign the pitcher that yeah. that we signed, num- that we drafted number one. And then we. Did the medicals on him, found out his elbow was about to blow out. Mm-hmm. And it did. Yep.
0: So, one, two, three, fourth from the bottom, the Yankees 6.6 6 war. And the one above that, 6.8 war, Texas Rangers. So, you got to pick the right guys, Texas.
2: You got to develop your dudes. Well, I, I think they have because they you have know, now. Yeah. They, they got yeah. Carter and, and, um, the other uh, person coming up from uh, from AAA that was that was drafted from Florida and Lankford uh, that they've got some good ones coming up.
0: All right. It is time for final thoughts. We're moving along pretty good here. Yeah, we're going. We, we kind of thought it was a little too many topics, but uh, <laughs> you never know. You, you can always have too many and not use them. True. But it's and it's better than not having enough. But anyway, it's pretty good. We're 25 minutes into it. I know everybody's still listening on their drive to work. I have a 20-minute drive to work, so it's perfect for me, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, Wally, you want to start? What's your final thought? Yeah,
2: one, there's a great article that Chandler Rome wrote about uh, Jake Myers. Uh, he said he no longer feels like an emotional ro- roller coaster, and it's all about the mental aspect. Uh, he, he'd always... He, before he had, had gotten to the Astros, or after before he'd hurt his shoulder, he'd always worried about following the process. Well, when his shoulder got hurt, he he got to where he was more worried about the results rather than the process. And I highly recommend the Athletic is just a great great subscription anyway. But it's a this is a terrific article. And it talks about how he's reached out to Laura Ramos, who's of the Astros mental health and performance provider to, to talk about how he can trust the process more, get his mindset in the right place. He said the Astros have, have just helped him out so much this year because Dana Brown coming out and uh, initially and saying uh, Myers is the everyday center fielder has just really put him at ease. Now he also says uh, that if you go uh, 0 for 10, too many times in a row, you know, that won't, the process won't work. But it's a really, really, really neat story. And it's it's also a a good reminder to people that if you feel like you need to get help, reach out and get help. I agree with that. Steph, you got anything?
1: Yeah, my final thoughts. Uh, Brian McTaggart did a really great article on Jose Abreu, him trying to get his momentum back from the end of the year. And really just putting in work to make sure he has a better second season with the Astros. I was super excited for Abreu to get signed last year. Um was I loved his enthusiasm on opening day coming out of the dugout when they called his name and him just kind of fist bumping in the air. So um excited for him to hopefully have a, a, a bounce back year, um, a little rebound year. Um, he is like one of my favorite players um by far. I just love his enthusiasm, his excitement. And His first home run last year was by far the most fun moment of the season for me, Um, because not just his excitement, but the entire team's excitement for him. And the one thing that they mention in the article, too, is that they feel like no one really puts in more work than this guy, Um, even though they wish he would slow it down because they want to make sure he's saving some energy for the season. Um, But I I'm really hopeful that he's going to have a much better year this year. And yeah, I want to see what he can do. Um, when maybe he's a little bit more calmed down and, and maybe feeling a little more settled with the team.
2: Well, and he still he still drove in 90 runs. He did.
1: It was Dude incredible. He knows how to yeah. drive in runs. Absolutely.
0: And he was one of the only four people doing anything in the playoffs. So anyway, with that said, I have a final thought, but I'm gonna do this first. My favorite player, my new favorite player is Jose Abreu.
1: I already knew that's who it was gonna be. That's why when you said that earlier, I was like, I already know who it's going to be, and it's yep. going to tee it up perfect.
0: You <laughs> teed it up. Because he has high expectations. He's going to get slandered.
1: Oh, 100%. He, d-
0: he did the uh, the first home run, slide into the dugout. The only thing I don't like is the little goatee rubber band thing, but I'm going to have to get over it. <laughs> but uh, Jose Abreu, folks. I love, I love having favorite players that get slandered. So, Jose Abreu, I got your back. In 2024, buddy, I got it. So my final thought, I read a little, I saw a story and I could share it with you later, but it was about the new uniforms. You see everybody complaining about the see-through pants and all that. But the first thing that I noticed that fans were complaining about was the little lettering and the, and like the things in the back, everything was smaller. Do you know why it's smaller? Because the fabric is so much thinner that it can't hold those heavy numbers. Oh that's my why it's Gosh. That's why the the back of the jerseys are going to look different. So that's kind of sure crazy. And the pants are pretty much see-through and the and the Who's the who's the commissioner? Manfred. Manfred. I don't know if that was him. Oh, it's Tony something, the guy the Tony Clark, the head of the Tony, Yeah, oh, that. Yeah. Guy. So he was saying something about it's kind of sad that the main issue that all the players have, it's about the pants. Whether you can see through them, whether they're in short supply and one player's like, what am I supposed to do? I gotta gotta go to like Dick's Sporting Goods and buy some more pants. So how are these in short supply? I don't know what's going on. Uh, But people are pretty upset about these thin uniforms, but I talked to Luke and he said they're comfortable. He didn't say anything bad about it, but it looks like the player's are pretty negative about the uh, see-through
2: pants.
1: Also, too, as a company, how do you not prepare properly for this situation knowing that you have a contract? Like, how, you know?
2: And Steph, I'll make it even worse on MLB Radio today. They were talking about Nike had been reviewing and preparing for this for like six years and they still blew it. I mean, it's yeah, Fanatics is making them, but they're just taking specs given to them by, by Nike. By
1: Nike, yep.
2: So, so it's still Nike's fault. I was like, like, why aren't you just making them
1: Nike's fault?
0: They're trying to make it more comfortable for the players. And I get it. You yeah. know, football is kind of like that too. You know, that their pants are getting a little more see-through, but uh, well,
2: they, they, they don't have knee pads anymore. Yeah. True. All right.
0: That was a good show. Let's see what I have here. All right. Thanks for tuning in. That's the next topic. <laughs> I know I really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh what we got to what 139 on the US charts. Yep. And number, number 4 in France. Number,
2: oh, number 4, four in France. France. Thank you all the French people.
0: Uh, the YouTube page is doing a, a decent, you know. It's getting pretty close to 100 uh an episode, pretty close, not really there. But uh we are on YouTube if you do miss the live show. Uh, The live stream has been doing great. Wally always keeps track of that, the numbers guy. And uh, that's it, folks. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Astros play tomorrow at 5? All right. All right. So, anyway, for Wally, Stadium Steffi, we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Everybody have a great weekend.
1: Bye, y'all.